0: Hi, it's Larry Herb, Xbox's Major Nelson. Welcome to the official Xbox podcast. We got a new look this week. We're doing things a little differently because we're in the studio. (laughs) Rebecca's here. I'm here. We're in person. Welcome back to the West Coast, by the way.
1: Thank you. It's great to see you, Larry.
0: We're here. We are, um, of course, sitting in the corner would be Jeff or maybe the other side. I don't know. But um, Jeff could not be here. He's on assignment. Yep. Uh, and There's a funny little story about why we're in studio, and I want to tell you. We um, About two or three weeks ago, we were talking off the air after one of the shows, after one of the podcasts. I'm like, hey, Rebecca, you're like, hey, we're, I'm going to be back home out here on the West Coast. We should get together, right? Yeah. And so we were talking, and Jeff's like, well, we need to do the show live. We we are we need to do the show all in person in the studio. I'm like, okay. So I send the email off to the, the team here. We book the studio. We get the audio guy, the lighting guy, <laughs> the hair and makeup guy that I never used. Uh, we got everybody in here. And then a few days later, Jeff's like, uh, I need to travel. I've got an assignment to do, so.
1: Yeah, that's okay. We we miss you, Jeff, but I yeah. know he's very happy to be on his first business trip since, I think, 2019. Like two and... years since,
0: again, since we've seen each other. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's but, been a very long time. But I'm sure
0: he'll be back next week or sometime in the future to talk about what he was doing. So yeah. I don't know where he is. I texted him, and he sent me this. <laughs> this Can I show you this picture? Because I don't know. I, I can't share it with everybody because it may give it away. Mm. But this was the picture I got of him. <laughs> So
1: that's not very helpful.
0: (laughs) So it's okay. There it is. A little bit. Anyway, freeze frame. It's
1: basically him in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's him
0: in the middle of nowhere with a drinking a Topo Chico. Hmm. So maybe that's a hint. There it is. We don't need to zoom (laughs) in on that. Um, Anyway, so welcome. What are you playing? By the way, you know I know you've been traveling. You've had some things to do, but you know you had a big week a couple weeks ago with Minecraft Live. What are you playing?
1: yeah after minecraft live i took some time off uh, i've been traveling came back home visit my parents um i haven't whoa,
0: whoa, had oh you can't just say visit your parents <laughs> and not talk about pumbaa
1: <laughs> i know yes it's very nice to see pumbaa i have missed him very much um right. he's put on a few pounds since really <laughs> yeah since living with my parents he's I... on a
0: COVID diet <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they they've been sending me photos, uh, you know, from from the table. Like, oh, look, he's begging for food. We're giving him little scraps from breakfast and things like that. So it kind of and
0: little scraps origin. for for <laughs> an animal. For he's Pumbaa's only about this big, right?
1: Yeah, he was about sixteen, seventeen pounds when he left New York, and now I think he's closer to twenty. So. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's been nice being home. Uh, obviously, haven't really been able to game too much. All right. I have is my work computer with me. But I did bring my Switch. Right, um, you said you were going to do that. Yeah, so there's some new content in Animal Crossing since the last time I played. It's it's been a while. It was a busy summer. Did um, you get?
0: Um, did Tom Nook yell at you? Like you had weeds, <laughs> or like a friend of mine uh, who works on the PR team? Uh, he uh, he plays all the time, and apparently he went in after. Uh, not playing it for like six months. And Tom Nook was complaining he had cockroaches.
1: Yeah, I have cockroaches all over <laughs> yeah, my house exactly, now. It's, exactly. it's a little unfortunate, but I'm trying to tidy up, get my island nice and ready because there's going to be a big Halloween event this weekend. And yep. I'm very excited for okay, it. Okay, <laughs> good.
0: Are you a Halloween fan?
1: Yes, I love Halloween. Scary you movies, too. all the Halloween foods. I actually have a very controversial opinion. I love candy corn.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's
1: okay. I'm used to it. It's okay. <laughs> Why do you like
0: that? It, all it is is like, it's just like, it's solidified sugar, corn syrup.
1: Yeah. I don't know, it tastes good to me. It okay. just it reminds me of my childhood. It's nostalgic. I know, I'm not going to say
0: anymore cuz I'll get accused of gatekeeping <laughs> gatekeeping candy corn. It's okay.
1: What about you? What have you been playing? What have you been up to?
0: Uh, updating? let's see. Still churning away on Far Cry, did some back for blood. Um what else have I been playing? I think that's pretty much, I mean, I'll have to check my, my, my stuff here, but that's really all I've had time for. Mm. Um, you know, we've had a lot of stuff. We had a big, I don't know how it was in New York or you were traveling. We had a little bit about weather here in the Northwest and we lost power for a few days.
1: Oh, yikes. Yeah. So
0: I was worried it came back just over the week. Of course it was over the weekend when I had time to play. (laughs) Yeah. So I did a little bit of, um, X cloud gaming on my, uh, on my phone and in fact we're going to be doing an interview with the have you seen the the backbone
1: which, oh yes yeah which yeah. is this
0: uh, which is an I don't have one with me but I use my backbone over the um over the weekend to play some cloud games and do a little bit of far cry very cool and in fact we're going to get the inventor of the backbone on this very show because he's got a very deep connection to Xbox he's going to tell us about it oh
1: that's great so we'll have
0: that in the coming weeks so so anyway play a l- little bit of a uh, little bit of cloud gaming which is great um and that's really about it. I mean, it's we, we're getting into the season with all the big releases. Yeah, you know, in fact, we've got Apex just did a big content drop uh, this week, and we have an interview with them later on with Steven later on from the from the team. So we'll talk about that. Uh, of course, Battlefield's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, Halo. We saw some Halo <laughs> campaign trailer this week, which Very looked cool. amazing. Yeah. Um, I know you're excited about Halo.
1: Yeah, I I'm. A big Halo fangirl, um, I'm very excited. So everyone should check the video out. It's on the Xbox YouTube page. Yeah, it's the Halo campaign overview. Um, shows you a little bit of the new open world called Zeta Halo. Um, there's the new AI called the Weapon, who's supposed to destroy Cortana. Yikes! How do you um, feel about that? I don't know. I'm I've been a little curious with the direction they've taken Cortana in with the right. last few Halo games. Right. Um, I'm curious to see how it all kind of comes together in the yeah. campaign, though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna Stay neutral for now.
0: I miss uh, you know, I, I haven't seen Jen Taylor, the voice of Cortana. I haven't mm-hmm. seen her in so many years. Yeah. And she's such she's so lovely. She's such a great talent. And it's always great. I should get her on the show. Yeah. Think about that. Maybe. Honestly,
1: the voice talent, the music in Halo is just so yeah
0: cool. <laughs> it's just one of those things. It kinda you kinda settle in and it just feels good, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we got that coming up. Um Halo's boy, that's coming up in December. It's almost here, a little yeah. bit over a month away.
1: Yeah, I know there are quite a few folks on the team who are <laughs> bracing themselves for, for launch. But well, there's also we a lot of
0: few, not only that, but there's a lot of people on the team, our team, works on that you know mm-hmm. we support that title yeah right i know and we may be because it's such a big launch we may be called in to help i mean we're helping yeah. many we all have our own superpowers you have some i have some i don't know if i have any <laughs> jeff has apparently being in the desert with the topo chico mm-hmm. so we all have our superpowers we're gonna we're gonna pitch in all hands on deck for that right
1: yes absolutely
0: um so yeah so that's kind of what we're playing but yeah we're uh kind of going through there how's new york
1: new york's been treating me well um, sorry to hear about the unfortunate weather here, but it's actually been pretty nice in New York.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I was on my way into the studio here and I was talking to my sister who lives in Rhode Island mm-hmm. and they didn't have, she's a, she she works in education. They didn't have school today because of weather. So oh, I right. think whatever happened here, the, the, the cyclone bomb, maybe it's now bombing out to the East Coast now. Mm. I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, there were quite a few rainstorms this summer, leftover like hurricane kind of remnants coming to New York. So uh, yeah, it's been kind of a tough year weather Wise, but hopefully it'll be a nice and warm winter. Was it a bumpy flight out on. here? Uh yeah, a little bit actually, yeah, which yeah. really freaks me out. But well, of course it's okay. It
0: it's just, <laughs> nobody wants that. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh yeah, so we've got uh we've got some cool stuff coming up here. Uh what, should we roll the interview? I mean, I don't know if we want to do that yet. Yeah, we can talk about uh, you know, talk about your travels.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, let's go to the interview. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we're- Steve, thanks for joining us. Always great to have you back on the show. Thanks very much for having me. It's great to be here. Well, it's, you know, I love talking Apex. I love talking to the team from Respawn and nobody better than the team director, Respawn yourself. Tell us about some of the news that you guys have this week because it's pretty good stuff
2: it is it's a big season we're really excited for escape to come out uh you know as we've done in the last few seasons around this time of the year it's the time where we launch our new big map for battle royale so a lot goes into that there's a lot of dev time that goes into building that and we're very excited to get everyone playing it and uh yeah
0: can't wait it's really uh, it's, I mean we've got we've got the new update we've got the new map you have a new legend you have some new weapons i mean you kind of went through and ticked all the boxes for everybody why don't you uh, for those folks that maybe didn't uh, catch all your streams and all the announcements why don't you kind of do a quick little recap for us and I've got some screenshots so we can kind of roll through those as well
2: Sure, absolutely. So, like I said, the big the the big marquee item uh, this season is the is is escaping to our new map, which is uh, Storm Point, mm-hmm. a tropical beach island, but uh, not quite as uh, relaxing as you would expect given that setting. Quite uh, moody and full of a lot of danger and mystery. So, I think there's a lot to uncover in there. We were just talking about how long it took everyone to find all the Easter eggs in some of the previous maps, which was <laughs> over a year so we're excited to see if everyone can find everything in this map
0: and i don't know but i'm pretty sure and they still haven't found them all in the current maps right is that is that accurate Cor-
2: correct yeah. <laughs> okay good <laughs> yeah so uh and then the next big thing uh we've we've actually drawn a lot from uh titanfall this season so yeah. we've got our our uh, legend ash um who's obviously a titanfall favorite um, yeah. as a boss from from titanfall 2. So she joins the games as our new legend. Uh, and then on the weapon side, we've also brought another Titanfall favorite in the car SMG. So something that was uh, pretty flexible and, uh, you know, a, a pretty flexible weapon back in the day that had a lot of, uh, I think, strong opinions associated to it, one way or another. <laughs> right. And so we've kind of modified both Ash and the car to fit into Apex. And those are really the the three marquee. Elements of this season.
0: of I mean, it's it's really it's great to see the continued work you guys do there, and you're, and you're having such lovely success with Apex. I was just thinking about this the other day. I was talking to some folks at the office about how you know. You guys just kind of dropped it out of the middle of nowhere when you launched a few years ago. And it was one of those things that just took over the internet. And everyone was like, wait a minute, what is this? And then it was just it just took off from there. And it was just so great to see the new style of gameplay. And it was evolutionary. As a fan of Titanfall, I, I've known Vince and a lot of folks and you at the studio for a long time. And it's great to see how you've evolved the gameplay and and working with the community. Tell us a little bit about... How you develop the map, uh, you know, and what what were some of the things? You're like, oh, we have to have this, you know, because I was so bummed out when you know on some of the other maps you had the, the train wasn't running anymore and things like that. So tell us about some of the learnings that you brought into the new map.
2: Hundred percent, yeah. Like you said, uh, you know, when we dropped the game, it was a surprise to everybody, and it was a surprise to us in terms of the reception <laughs> that the game had. And so we've really been, you know, trying to catch up to the community, and that's really the defining. You know, point with Stormpoint is that is the first map that we actually started developing after we had collected a lot of the experience right. from the previous maps, from Kings Canyon, from World's Edge. And so rather than those already being in development, um, as we were learning these things, we had already a big checklist of things that we knew we wanted to try out to try and improve on uh, going into Stormpoint. So Stormpoint is a, the biggest kind of reimagining of what a map can be uh, in apex and there's a few things that kind of go into that one it's the largest map that we've launched to date mm-hmm. uh, it's about 15 percent bigger um, than world's edge which was our previous largest map um and probably the the main thing that we were really addressing that we were learning from uh from our previous maps, there's, there's a lot of little tiny things, but the big thing was how players move through the map and how third partying is a part of that experience. So there's some key changes that we've made things like you won't find uh redeploy balloons in this map. Okay. Instead, we've got gravity cannons. Um, in terms of how we laid out each POI and how we constructed the layout for that and the general size of that and the amount of squads that can be supported on those, you know, we were trying to avoid the, the skull towns or the, you know, anything like that where we know everybody's gonna drop in that one location. So now we do actually you, created- when,
0: you're, when you guys are designing the maps, I mean, I remember, because I've worked with a lot of different multiplayer game designers, you kind of want to have a choke point, but you don't want to have a choke. You don't want it to be too choked, but not too open. So people are like, oh, where is everybody, right? It feels empty. So it's, there's a real fine balance that you have to walk as, as, as when you're designing these maps, right? Absolutely.
2: Yeah, we, we definitely design choke points into the map, but you don't want them to be you know, in the wrong places. And one <laughs> of the things that we found with some of our other maps was that the more centralized those choke points become due to the nature of the ring and how that closes down, yeah. those just become that much more critical. So you'll notice when you go to Stone Point, there aren't any major named POIs directly into the center of the map. Everything has been actually spread out um so that you're actually rotating around the center and you're never actually you can just go straight to the center and hold that point. Yeah, we can kind of um, see
0: a little bit of it right here and you get a little bit yeah. of a sense for what the what the map is at this angle. Maybe not the whole thing, but I, I totally get what you're saying. It's interesting.
2: Yeah. Um, another thing is just some of those major POIs. You know, we know that some POIs are going to draw more people off the drop than others. And there's right. certain things that kind of influence that. And so rather than have the typical one or two that we've seen in our previous maps, we actually distributed that amongst four that were kind of evenly spaced and paced throughout the map. So we think that you're still going to get those hot drops. You're still going to get those kind of spicy moments off of off the go, but it's going to be you know there's going to be more of them so it's not going to be in, as intense another thing about how we designed the POIs was that there's more options so you drop right. to a POI you see that there is other squads dropping in that area you're going to have options it's you know they they're 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 spread out in, in terms of the the loot distribution within a POI but we also have these kind of unnamed towns that we've put scattered next to the major POIs so that if you know you're you're dropping in last second you need to make a, de- uh, you know, a detour, you can still drop into these other areas, still get high loot, and then you know, create a combat front between the, the major POI and the minor POI and have a fair fight of it rather than just see who gets to the, to the loot first. Now, so now, those are some of the, the big pieces.
0: Now, I got to ask you a question here because you know, one of the things we've seen in some of the previous maps is there's wildlife. You know, there's some wildlife mm. that's na- that's natural to the map. Now, who yes. thought it was a good idea to put spiders in for those people <laughs> afraid of spiders because there's spiders in this map?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So that's definitely been a point of contention, even internally. Um, you know, it's one of those things is unless you're, unless you're impacted by it, you don't really know what's going to happen. But that's one of the decisions. That, that's re- one of the reasons why we made them optional. So yes, wildlife is another big piece of this map. Um both in Prowlers and in the, in the spiders, but they won't, we, we've been very careful about how we've introduced them to the space. We definitely wanted them there for the thematic kind of influence they have. We wanted the island to feel very like a Jurassic Park, full of mysteries, full sure. of adventure, and you can't have adventure without danger. So that's where the wildlife come into this. And like I said before, you know, you're going to opt into it. Um, there are going to be cases where you're going to turn a corner, you might run into a prowler nest, you might not expect that, or you might be run into another squad that's engaging with wildlife. But if you're moving through the map, it's really up to you in terms of how you interact with the prowler nest or how you interact with the spider um, eggs. And uh, you know, if you choose not to do that, you don't have to. Um, we've also been really careful about how we've put our ring placement relative to them. So the idea is that we want to avoid getting to that final circle and having kind of chaos ensue uh, because of the wildlife is going after everybody in that final <laughs> circle. So you'll notice that the rings never close directly over any of, of the wildlife. They can be near it, they can be dragged, you know, right. into that space, but they can't uh, they they won't be there by default.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if wildlife, then no ring close, or whatever the if then right. statement is yeah. there
2: in the logic. That's right. Um, You'll you also
0: notice, yeah, go ahead.
2: Oh, sorry, I was I was just gonna mention one last thing. You'll also notice about the way that the the map is laid out in terms of its topography. It's obviously it's got this mountain range on one side, and it goes down to to the water, and it's kind of broken up uh, with a series of small islands. But there's a, a very conscious decision to make that uh, a, a slope. Um, going from the north to the south. So as you approach the POIs, it's actually a little bit different as well in terms of you're kind of choosing, depending on where you land on the map, to either move downhill or uphill. And we know that there's different advantages and disadvantages also layering in the different legend abilities about how you uh, attack uh, a POI, whether you're going uphill or downhill. So that's another interesting element that we kind of layered in
0: there. Now, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, the, the the gravity cannons. Why why have you guys used this mechanic versus previously we've had the balloons? You're just finding, does this allow people to move around the map quicker? Tell us a little bit about the thought behind that.
2: Yeah, so that was a very, very specific, specific decision that we tried a couple different versions of before we landed on the gravity cannon. And really, the idea there was that one of the things that we get out of the redeploy balloons is obviously you being able to move from POI to POI quickly. Yep. We needed to maintain that going into Stormpoint, especially given that it's the largest map that we've made yet. So we knew we needed a fast travel, but with the redeploy balloons, it really gives you a lot of options to drop in and third party um, different PO, or different squads in POIs and really gives you a lot of options in terms of whether you drop on, you know, directly behind them, directly on them, on a rooftop where you can hide. And so it was really exacerbating that third party challenge that we had in the game at the uh, at the time. So we decided that we we're gonna add the gravity cannons because particularly it still gives you a really fun and exciting way to move around the map fast, but It's more controlled in terms of, we know exactly where the launch points are. We know where the end points are. We give you some flexibility of movement uh, in that so that you don't fall into a trap when you're landing on the other side, but we know which direction you're gonna be moving in. Uh, And so we can design around that. We can place cover around that. We can place our POIs strategically around that. And so we feel that it'll be, ultimately it'll be a much healthier way of moving around the map quickly. We've also added, um, because like I said, there is very different, uh, topography, whether you're on the mountainside north side of the map, or you were on the, the water side south side of the map. Um, so we've got, uh, tridents in this map as well, like we do on Olympus. So you'll be able to use those to move around the map as well.
0: All right. Now we talked about the map. We can talk about your new hero, your new legend, because, you know, Ash is a familiar face as you said, but tell us about some of Ash's abilities. Cause I was reading about them and they look very strategic. I want to talk about them.
2: Yes. I mean, Ash was a really fun character for us, a a really fun challenge for us to bring to the game. Ash was something, you know, being a character from Titanfall, a lot of the team was very passionate about getting her into the game. And even before we knew what the kit was going to be, we had really decided that we need to figure out a way to make Ash a legend in the game. And that happened, you know, all the way, that that goes all the way back to season five, uh, (laughs) where when we did the broken ghost quest line. And, you know, at that point we knew we were going to bring to the game. So in terms of how we built the kit out, we wanted to make sure that we were drawing from who Ash was from Titanfall. And so we really looked at the Ronin Titan as kind of the inspiration for her kit. And we wanted to make sure that it, it drew from that, but we didn't, we didn't want it to be the same. We knew also knew that Ash was a very aggressive character. So there was no question about it. She wasn't going to be a recon character. She wasn't going to be defensive. She, you know, she was going to be aggressive. She was going to be an assault character. So with that in mind, we started looking at kind of well how could that ronin kit fit into this and we tried a few things um, but pushing and being aggressive was always that the, the core of her kit so where we landed was this idea of a kit that could really hone in on where the opponents were and go and push after them and then push inside of combat so her her passive is the is called mark for death mm-hmm. I um, mean, it's the ability to see um, death boxes on the minimap. So anytime anybody uh, gets eliminated, you'd be able to see where those death boxes are for a certain amount of time. If you go up to a death box, you can kind of take it one step further and you can use kind of a custom version of a data knife that she can put into the death box and then ping where the opponent that took out that death box uh, or created oh, the death box is on the map interesting. Um, you can do that only once uh, per death box so you can't just constantly ping it and kind of <laughs> right. figure out where they are <laughs> right um, and it doesn't track them in any way but you kind of get an idea of okay you find a death box you ping it uh or you, you use you use your passive. Uh, on it and then you can uh figure out your next direction your next heading to go and find the next squad will kind of
0: give you a challenge. snapshot of like maybe you should go in this direction got it
2: that's right cool. yeah so that kind of gets her on the path to finding another squads because fighting is what she does she's like i said she's a very aggressive character yep and then that takes us to the kind of uh you know, the combination between her tactical and her ultimate tactical is called, uh, arc snare. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we've tried a few different versions of this, but where we landed was that she throws, uh, out a projectile. That's kind of slow moving, um, in the idea there so that players can see it coming. They're never going to be surprised by this, uh, because once it hits an area or hits an opponent, it'll actually snare them to the ground and it'll tether them and they'll be stuck in that area. You can still move around. You're not slowed or anything like that, but you can't uh, move outside of that radius of the snare for a certain time. If you want to get out, you do have the option of pushing against it, but as you push against it, you'll start to get resistance in terms of your movement, um, but eventually you'll break through and you'll snap it. So, that's in in terms of just locking down her her opponents and being able to know where they're going to go, so that she can position. And her kit is really about positioning, and that kind of leads into the ultimate, um, which uh, we call Phase Breach, and it's kind of a, a one-way portal um, that you can you know a lot of people compared it to to Ash's ultimate, but it's very different um, and it's used in a very different way. Basically, you select a location and you can create a a portal between your current location and that location to which you teleport fairly quickly uh, but it's one way in direction so you can go through it stays open for a little while so your squad can follow you behind but it's really about being able to relocate your position in the middle of combat quickly so Uh, so so, so we should think of it different
0: we need to think of it differently than wraiths right
2: it's very different okay. th- than Wraiths, In that, Wraiths, you know, you you turn it on, and then wraith has a lot of articulation and a lot of reaction that can happen once you're in there. Yep. Um. And you can decide where you want it to go, and then you can come back and forth. And if you you really if you if you felt like you created a, a space that was you know not a good position to create a portal to, you can always come back and defend that position. Yeah. Not so with ash. With ash, once you're in, you're committed, and you've you've got to go from there uh so like i said she's you know that's her both her strength and her weakness is that she's very uh, aggressive and she can uh bridge the gap very quickly to, between her and her and her opponents and she can lock them down but if she kind of uh ch- you know bites off more than she can chew then she's got no no way to to back out so you got to be kind of confident which is in line with her character in terms of her personality and who she is
0: as well Awesome. Well, we got. so You talked about the car SMG, so all let people play around with that. It's a pretty, pretty amazing weapon for those folks from the Titanfall uh, who played Titanfall. Tell us a little bit. You yeah, about the the new battle pass that you have lined up.
2: Yeah. So, like always, uh, we've got a brand new battle pass full of new content uh, that comes along with a bunch of challenges in fact we'll have more challenges and more events that feed into the challenges uh as, as you've been seeing we've been increasing that season to season so same goes here with the season and escape And it's going to feed both into arenas and into battle royale so uh, regardless of which way you like to play uh, you're going to be able to unlock content in that
0: battle pass all right so we've seen the map we have the new hero we got the weapon we got your battle pass when can people get their hands on some of this new stuff that's the next question yeah,
2: absolutely. November 2nd, that's when it drops. Really excited to see everybody jump in at that point. Um, and I'll definitely be playing, so hope to see everybody
0: there. Looking forward to that, checking everything out. Listen, Steven, appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to us today. You're the team director at Respawn. Keep up the great work, have a great holiday, and we'll uh, we'll have you back on again sometime, all right?
2: Thanks very much. Can't wait.
1: Thank you to Stephen Ferreira from the Apex Legends team. Uh, season 11 is out now. There's a new map, new hero, new weapon. Highly recommend everyone check it out.
0: Yeah. Ash is from uh, Apex Legends. Or, yeah. or, of course, he's in Apex <laughs> Legends, but he's from Titanfall 2. Ash is one of the characters from Titanfall 2. Oh, makes so, sense. Because they've okay, got everything right, all respawn. kind of interconnected. Did you play
1: Titanfall back in the day? Mm-hmm, I did.
0: Wasn't that great?
1: It was It was kind of game-changing, pun not intended, but right. uh, yeah, it was amazing.
0: Stand by for Titanfall and just having that... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that was one of the first games I played that really had like the wall running. Yep. Also, yep. Um, I know, and then just the feeling of like crushing a titan, like right. like destroying one. Pulling the amazing. battery out. And just yeah. Vroom, yeah, I did. Awesome. I did try Apex Legends a few times. Right. Um, it just didn't really catch on. I feel like I had a bunch of other things. Well, it's funny because I was, fine, I was thinking
0: about. Well, you know, we didn't talk about this at the beginning of the show, but I, I since I didn't have power this weekend and I did have my phone and my my tablet, I, I binged um, Squid Game.
1: Oh, yeah. So I fi- did you finish it? <laughs> yeah, I have.
0: So, spoiler, we're going to talk a little bit about Squid Game before we get <laughs> to the news. It's funny because I watched Squid Game, and I'm sure a lot of uh, gaming folks did, you know, people that, are, that watch this show or listen to the podcast. And I was like, okay, it's, it's Battle Royale. Right, you know, yeah. <laughs> as gamers, we've been used to this forever. Yeah. Um, what did you think of it? Spoiler, spoiler, uh, spoiler.
1: <laughs> I really liked it. Um, I I watched it with my best friend who hasn't watched a lot of Korean entertainment before, um, and so there were some like small kind of cultural nuances. I tell me about that because you
0: you've got a Korean background. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah. Um, so, like for example, I, I can't remember the exact words in Korean, but like the the song. Um, I don't think this is, this is not a spoiler, but, um, so they play red light, green light, um, which I think we all generally probably played as a kid, right? Right. Um,
0: red light is you have to stop green light. You get to go and you have to go somewhere. Yeah. It's calling out red light. But
1: the, uh, the, the, The girl, the um, statue, the 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 really famous girl that everyone knows from *Squid Squid Game*. Um, The song that she chants isn't actually saying "Red Light, Green Light," but that's what the captions say. It's um, I I can't remember the phrase in Korean, but it basically says like the hibiscus flower is like blooming, or the some kind of flower is blooming. It's like the national flower, right? Um, And so it's like something to say like the flower is blooming, like get ready to go. Um, And then there are just like a bunch of other times throughout the show where the captions are like not quite what they're actually saying in Korean. Right. Um, I'm not fluent, but I can pick up at least like a few pieces. Right. Um, I did think like, no, I kind of told my friend, it was like, once you've seen one kind of <laughs> psycho energy, like Korean <laughs> form of entertainment, <laughs> like Parasite or Train to Busan, like, right. um, you know, you kind of get the gist of where it's going. Like it's going to be pretty dark. Right. But um, I thought it was interesting that, you know, it is a battle royale sort of right. That's that's the
0: meta, that's the background story in the game.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's one thing I want to say. I'm not sure if it's a spoiler, but basically it's oh, it's kind of optional. Um so I think it kind of reflects like the I, I I mean you you've probably seen a lot of coverage around the kind of growing um like I guess the the gap uh right. the inequality gap right. in Korea these days sure. um household debt yeah many yeah. places yeah. um so I thought it was it was an interesting take and like kind of way to bring up that conversation um right. so Yeah I cool. I
0: I enjoyed it you know it's funny cuz I watched I started watching it and I was about maybe 5 minutes in and when for some reason when I brought up Netflix it gave me the default of the English dubbed version
1: Oh interesting
0: and maybe I said, so anyway, I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> so I really wanted to watch the Korean language delivery, yeah, with you the, can hear with the, the English sub. Exactly. Yeah. Cause that they're, part of acting is not just your physical, it's your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, as I hit my microphone. Um, so I was, I was, uh, I was, I just like, I can't do it. So I changed it over and I watched the whole thing. But the only thing I, that really just struck me as peculiar, and we're not gonna talk about the story too much. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this is a little bit of a spoiler, <laughs> but there's certain, uh, English-speaking characters that appear later on, mm-hmm. their delivery was so cardboard.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, it was. Gee,
0: that was funny, wasn't it? it right. Was, it was, it was j-
1: very campy. like right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And I just thought that was that 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 kind of a little bit of broke the fourth wall for me. Yeah. Um. But I. I mean. It, but anyway. The long story short was Battle Royale, and I was like, okay.
1: Yeah, I thought that was interesting too. I mean, maybe this is just me speculating. I think that maybe just um, like. East, I know that in a lot of, like, Western cinema, Western culture, like, Eastern... Characters and culture kind of get exaggerated a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's something a little bit similar where, yeah, which you is know, the in the East, like they're kind of exaggerating these, you know, right. like Western characters Western and European characters. folks. So right. Yeah. You, you're of, right. I mean, when you watch some,
0: some like anime from, from the East, it's like, it's always over the top. Yeah. Ah! Right. Yeah.
1: Like the, the buff German character is always like really big or right. something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right,
0: right. So, but yeah. I mean, there's certain, there's certain things that translate that, that, you know, that there's an Eastern view of the West and the Western view of the east Mm -hmm. whatever but that but anyway i just i I, the long story short was and this isn't too much of a spoiler is that you're right i just as a gamer i was like okay this is just a a battle royale right yeah what i wish that and maybe they'll do and this is this is this is a this is a free one you know what i really wish is that we saw a little bit somebody who is uh more used to video games in the battle royale way Mm. to introduce that into a version of the squid game do you know what Mm. i mean so because it looked like those characters and i I don't want to judge but i guess i will <laughs> is that some of those characters perhaps are, haven't played Battle Royale game video games? That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Is I wish we saw somebody in there who was like, Okay, I, I figured this out now. Yeah. Granted, it's wildly different. You know, the end, the the games are wildly, wildly different. I don't want again yeah. to your point, I don't like a couple
1: of characters who kind of understood what was going on right. and like took advantage of that, right? Yeah. right. I, I see what you're saying. That could make sense. Right, yeah. right.
0: You know, it's the, who, under, who they come yeah. from? There that?
1: are a lot of gamers in Korea, someone should have understood right. what was going on. <laughs> right, right? There's, yeah.
0: There sure are. Uh, but I also really enjoyed the, the the brief moments that we saw native Korea. Mm, yeah. Because I, I had the opportunity to go there for a few days a week before the pandemic. Oh, wow. And um, I really, I loved it. I mean, I've always loved it. A lot of I love Japan is one of my favorite places. When I went to Seoul, it was so beautiful and clean, and the people were so lovely, and the food was just amazing. Yeah. Um, So, but I love seeing those brief glimpses. You've been,
1: yeah, of course. Uh, Yeah, I I love seeing uh, Korean entertainment pop up in like Western uh, Western settings more. Like you know, Parasite obviously was so huge. um, I really that was
0: one that was one film. That I know, there's this whole. And if Jeff was here, he would go on and on about <laughs> yeah, K dramas, and which I really yeah. <laughs> don't know that much about Korean dramas. But I, I loved Parasite just because I loved it. It just had a very Hitchcockian kind of mm-hmm. kind of angle, and maybe it's a spoiler because it's a few years old. We don't want to give too much away. But I just, I love that. What, what's oh my that's really gonna happen right yeah. it just goes it zigs and zags and zigs and zags
1: yeah there are a lot of really good Korean movies like uh old boy is another really popular one old boy was adapted into an english-speaking film too um, I highly recommend checking it out old boy, but maybe okay. watch it like is it
0: on Netflix or is it streamable
1: it should be it's it's pretty it's pretty out there okay. um there's a Korean version and then there's an uh I think it's Josh Brolin I want to say is the lead in mm. the oh he's in dune Josh
0: Brolin is isn't he? Isn't it Or one of the Brolins is, isn't he? I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm not
1: I'm sure. sure <laughs> I haven't seen Dune yet. Don't okay. spoil it for okay. me. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, is what, what are some of the hallmarks uh, that you know of? And we're getting we're getting into a film side, yeah. <laughs> Of Korean dramas or Korean film from where you sit, somebody who lives in in America but understands Korean culture.
1: Well, because I, I don't. I think one one thing that's uh, one like cultural difference that's really interesting is that. Um, like, between, I think that in a lot of, like, American conflict or in, like, American, um, like, entertainment, the characters are very, I think just in general, like, Americans and maybe, like, just Westerners in general are very forthcoming about how they feel and what they know. It's like, if you if you know something, then, you know, like, something, like, big or a secret, like, you kind of tell someone or you accuse right. them of it, right? But in, and we saw this in Squid Game, too, with the, with the main character, he discovers, um, he discovers... Something kind of that's kind of a big deal at the beginning, but he never says anything. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. I do. Um, and I think that's part of like I think Asian culture is um not being so transparent, being a little bit more like hidden with how you're feeling about things because you
0: don't know. This is such a bizarre.
1: (laughs) No, sorry, this is a very big (laughs) tangent. But
0: do you think they're hidden because they they're just so reserved, they don't want to share it, or Mm. what's the I mean, I don't expect you to know as an expert, but no, I it's wondering. okay. It fascinating.
1: Um, I I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I guess it's just not in at least like from my experience with Koreans, like it's just not you're just not super like confrontational about sure. things so like even with like my family when um you know if my mom doesn't like something that one of my aunts does like she won't really say anything to but them she has she'll no, tell me
0: but, but she has <laughs> no know?
1: problem dropping
0: into the youtube comments <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, like liking youtube <laughs> yeah, comments exactly. yeah or telling you right it's a little bit different but yeah. um yeah i don't know it's just one like kind of small cultural nuance so i think it's it's interesting as you know like some like a westerner to be watching something like squid game and being like Why aren't you saying something? Why aren't you doing that? But then it kind of lends its way to the conflict and the way that the story is going. Yeah. Um, So
0: anyway, so Squid Game, I I watched it. It Highly
1: recommend. Yeah. if If
0: you if you like battle royales. Like, if you play Battle Royale games, then, mm. you know, check it out. I mean, it's a lot of people are talking about Squid Game. All right, yeah. Here we go. All <laughs> right. We got to talk about games. Because, well, we have been talking a little bit about games, but we have some gaming news. What do you got there?
1: Yeah, there actually isn't that much this week. Okay. Um, we no, we've got, <laughs> no, we got a, we got a few scared. things. Um, so, one one piece of news that's near and dear to my heart Minecraft Dungeon, spookier fall event. It's still going on. Um, it's kind of our Halloween ish fall event uh, taking place until Tuesday, November 2nd. So, Recommend checking it out this weekend. There are a lot of limited time items um, and different like achievements that you can get. Um, we also have uh, Age of Empires yes. launching, I think it launched yesterday by the time this airs. Right. Um, yeah. So that is, I believe, uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, Microsoft Store, Steam. Oh, I don't. I hope I'm not forgetting anything. But um, there's also a minimum, a min minimum spec version of Age of Empires that's launching. So if you're on an older device, um, you know you could probably check it out. So it's, I thought it was pretty cool that the the developers wanted to make it a little bit more accessible.
0: Did you see what the uh, the Age team did? They released the video earlier this week. They built a trebuchet
1: oh no I didn't see it
0: it is bananas it's over on the Xbox YouTube channel I mean I can kind of show you a little bit of it here it's, okay. oh there's Charlie It's Charlie who's done some stuff with us so she's there they've built they've actually built a trebuchet and I mean I don't I would,
1: like in real life yes <laughs> in real life okay that's cool
0: and they're they're kind of showing it here and they're anyway because that's that's a big uh, big uh, part of um, Age of Empires is
1: that on the Xbox YouTube yep sure nice. is very go cool. check
0: that out All and right, our so... good friend Charlie who's been on the show before mm-hmm. she is hosting a, a, a video about that so, very cool so go check that out anyway keep going on Age of Empires
1: no that's it um, honestly did that's... you play a lot when you were young Age of Empires I didn't actually really? yeah what were you doing what were you playing on? because I remember
0: you shared I don't think you shared it publicly <laughs> but I've seen the picture of you when you were a little girl sitting in front of the PC. Yeah, with your friend. You had a friend with you or something, right? Yeah,
1: with my dad's uh, my dad's PC. So. I think that was where I first started playing games was uh, my dad would get like a custom PC from some guy, you know, a few miles away. um, And that guy would always put like Medal of Honor or Call of Duty or, you know, like the very, very early versions. um, And so those were some of the first games I played on PC. So it was usually shooters. I think as I got older, a little bit older, I graduated to like Star Wars Battlefront. And that was when I was very heavy in my Star Wars phase. So you're still uh, heavy in a Star
0: Wars phase, aren't you?
1: Yeah. I'm pretty into it, so. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I I'm mean, I, I grew up with it. I mean, who who hasn't grown up with Star Wars? Who doesn't love? Star- I guess so, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you when you're asked that question, are you Star Wars or Star Trek?
1: Mm, I do really appreciate both. I just love, I, do too. I love anything with Star in the title generally. Like okay. I also really love. I've already talked about Battlestar Galactica. Well, um, don't watch Star <laughs> 80
0: then. It's a bad movie from the 80s. Oh, I
1: don't know if of I've course. seen that one. That's, okay, that's, that's, I'll check it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, don't. Uh anyway, here we go.
1: Yeah. So. Not a ton of news this week, but Age of Empires, definitely check out that trebuchet video on the YouTube channel while you're there. Also check out the Halo Infinite campaign overview. It's very cool. Uh, It's a nice six-minute watch. So. Um, yeah, that's just about it.
0: Great. All right. Well, we're going to wrap the show up here. Jeff will be back next week. I hope hopefully, well, we're not going to be in studio you're going to be back. in Yeah, I'll be
1: back. <laughs> so we'll be
0: back in our individual home studios. But uh, did you see this, 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 our marketing team teamed up with EA marketing for this battlefield controller. Have you seen this? Yeah, I saw it. So cool. if you missed it earlier this week, uh, of course, Uh, battlefield 2042 coming to xbox um you know next month it looks looks and plays great but the uh the the teams uh teamed up with our industrial hardware team that designs our i don't have a controller here but they design our you know our hardware you know the xbox series x and the s and our controllers and they thought about this they were posed the question what would gaming be like in 2042 when battlefield 24 you see what we did there anyway so they released this cheeky video what you're about to see we're going to roll it here because is we're going to end the show and we're going to wrap it up with this you're seeing everything you see here is not real okay this is just (laughs) they just had a little bit of fun are
1: you sure no stop
0: (laughs) just they they had a little bit of fun and apparently quite a bit of budget Uh, so they put together this video we figured we'd leave you with that and we'll see you guys next week bye-bye everybody
1: on Xbox Series X and S.